0: Check this podcast, episode number 15, and I got hit with a fact check again. Uh, So this time it was a, uh, it's an article that I had posted on Facebook that was a closer look at U.S. deaths due to COVID-19, and it kind of dives into all of the death numbers and everything like that, and it also looks at uh, deaths for 2020 in a historical context when also looking at deaths from 2004 through 2019 and the total number of deaths and looking for uh, excess deaths and other stuff like that. And to to kind of give the, the abbreviated version of the article, um, what it more or less boils down to is in the last 15 years, the total death count that we've seen for 2020 hasn't had a significant rise over the total death counts of, say, 2006, 2012, 2018, 2019. Like, it's all been relatively, as far as, like, natural death tolls go, it's all been relatively the same. So what they look at in the article is they try to look at um, different categories, like heart disease, disease. cancer stuff like that like the specific causes of death because you would expect to see you know if there was an excess number of deaths being caused due to COVID 19 all of those things are still normal causes of death that like there's nothing that would cause those to decline significantly this year versus any of the last 15 years and instead of those numbers staying relatively the same like they should, they have all taken significant dips this year. And, well, and and really, what it boils down to is there is not an excess number of deaths total. Like the the death count, even especially amongst the elderly community that are the most at risk for uh, COVID exposure and and death tolls. Uh, even amongst the elderly community, there hasn't been an excess amount of death uh it's it's all remained relatively flat from you know historical perspective looking at the last 15 years except in the case of if you look at you know heart disease cancer like the the comorbidity stuff the stuff that is actually killing people all of those categories have declined significantly in 2020 and it's all being attributed to covid so What the article more or less says is that it's not that COVID is this like just ungodly, murderous disease that's wiping people off the planet. People are dying at pretty much the same rate that they have been for the last 15 years, but it's all being attributed to COVID and it's not being attributed to the normal causes that it would be attributed to. And so it skews the numbers and it creates this uh, appearance of COVID being some like horrific killer when really it's just the normal death rate that happens every year anyway. Uh, So, so I got fact checked for posting this because it's missing context. The information was checked in another post by independent fact checkers and they say that it's wrong. And they are full of shit. So if you click on the CY and you open up the actual link to the story that says that this is wrong, the fact checkers rely on their headline as much as any other uh, news source, news source, in quotation marks, uh, relies on a, a catchy headline and if you actually open the fact checker article and look at it they don't actually disprove anything they don't disprove a single thing they they parrot back certain things and and they uh they claim that this was proven false but nowhere do they actually provide any evidence that proves it false like and that's what i really want to focus on uh for this you know for the time being I, like I'll talk about the covid stuff later and all the insanity that is covid and the fact that it's Jesus Christ 8 months later and we're still talking about this I uh, it I'll talk about that later but what I really wanted to focus on was this fact checker bullshit because r- really what it is is it's and I've said this multiple times, it's preying on the stupidity and the laziness of the average American, the average person in general. Uh, the The headline for the fact check says that the, the John Hopkins student paper was retracted, but then when you actually open it up and look at the the story itself, The only people that retracted the student paper was the website that conducted the fact check. (laughs) Like, You're censoring the content, and then you get to be the fact checker who says that this is false because it was retracted, but you're the one that retracted it to begin with. Do you not see how that... Is problematic. They don't. They really don't. They don't give a shit that it's problematic. Like none of that actually matters to them. It's it's all a manipulation game, and it's all propaganda. And this is why that the like this is why normal thinking individuals have gotten fed up with the government and have gotten fed up with mainstream media because they are so blatantly dishonest with everything they say and do like even even with that the the fact check there's some modicum of truth to it because yes that that study was retracted somewhere on their own website but nonetheless it's truthful in that it was retracted from somewhere but it's totally dishonest because they don't actually give you any of the context like they say that it's missing context and that it's misleading Their own fucking headline is missing context and misleading. It is a joke. And this is why people are getting so fed up and starting to move away from mainstream media and from everything that the politicians have to say about anything. Because there is no honesty. There is no sincerity. And there is absolutely no level of accountability for them to actually be honest or tell the truth about anything. Like they can say whatever the fuck they want and they can get away with it because they are—they have the monopoly. Like Whether you think it or not, whether you view the way that the mainstream media is set up as a monopolistic entity because there are multiple different ones, they're all the same. They're all the exact same. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, they all run, and even to an extent, Fox News. Like Fox is getting on board with all of that just as much as all the rest of them are, uh, to a lesser extent. But they're still doing it, too. New York Times, uh, shoot, the Washington Post, even the Wall Street Journal to a certain extent. USA Today, for sure. Like, every... Single level of mainstream media publication in in whatever the the demographic or the uh, the medium might be, I, they are all in lockstep on pretty much everything. And if somebody says something that disagrees with what their narrative is that they're all driving, then they just say that that's misinformation or they fact check it as misleading or false or missing context. And they're preying on the stupidity of people not to actually fact check the fact checkers. (laughs) It is, it is so infuriating to see the ministry of truth coming into full actualization in my lifetime and this not just be a orwellian dystopian future and what's even more insane like when i so when i read 1984 for the first time and then watched the movie and then read 1984 again to see how the movie lined up with the with the book i just thought it was so insane and ridiculous that people went along with it that you know reading through this book it was just infuriating to think that they went along with it like they actively participated in it they didn't care it was normal life and it just it pissed me off And uh, the hero of the story in the end, he's not very heroic, and he kind of gives in to the machine and gets a bullet put through his head, and the whole thing was disappointing. It was a brilliant, beautiful read, and it's an incredible book that should be mandatory reading at junior high and high school levels, and college, and as you get older you should read it at least three or four times i've read it four times myself but to look at that book and to think about how could people just go along with this and this become normal like even the even the protagonist of the story he he knows that that the ministry of truth where he works that it's you know they're fabricating stories and and all of this stuff is propaganda and that it's wrong but he still goes along with it and like i I just always it always baffled me and now sitting here in 2020 and watching the way that excuse me watching the way that average people behave and get on board with and go along with it. It's even more disappointing. I am sincerely saddened by the state of things in our country and, and across the world, but especially in our country. Cause I like, of course you would expect it from Europe. They're a little more, uh, Leaning towards that that side of conformity and it, everything. Anyway, like the the yellow vest uh, protest in France a couple years ago, like that was encouraging, and some of the protests that have been going on with the current COVID lockdowns and stuff, like that's that's been encouraging. But you know, you could see the Western Europe and and even more so Eastern Europe, like they would go along with this sort of stuff and and it could happen but i thought the the wild west mentality of americans and the desire for freedom and to do your own thing the entrepreneurial spirit like i just thought that the core american values and the way we're perceived by the rest of the world was enough of a reality that this kind of shit wouldn't happen. And that's the most disappointing thing of 2020 for me is just how regular and normal people conforming to what is clearly corrupt and manipulative media and government has become. I think we don't even fight it anymore and it saddens me and there are a, a lot of people who are ready to fight it and I hope I hope that that movement grows to the point that there is no denying it and when the fight does come it's pretty lopsided and I, I, d- I do think that it will be much more lopsided than than not. And that's because a lot of the people who feel the way I feel and and believe these sort of things uh, tend to be more on the just go about life and do things as normal without trying to rock the boat or ruffle feathers. And everybody reaches a point where you can't take any more of it. And I think we're coming up on the can't take any more point pretty quickly. 2020 has has definitely cut that fuse down and uh, shortened it up a little bit. So, uh, it's coming. I'm interested to see what it looks like. And I hope everybody on my friends list is on my side on this. Because I, I don't consider anybody on my friends list to be somebody that I would have to stand against on something like this. But... There's gonna be a dividing line coming pretty quickly. So, like I said, I was gonna get into some of the COVID stuff, and I I think this will be a pretty short section. I don't think I'll do a whole lot on the COVID stuff. It is getting kind of uh kind of outrageous the second round of lockdowns that they're trying to implement and the pushback to that. Uh the police departments and sheriff's departments that have just outright said they will not enforce the the governor's executive orders and rules and restrictions and mandates on this stuff. The, there was a, a big win at the in the Supreme Court um, saying that Andrew Cuomo could not shut down uh, churches and synagogues. Uh, that was a violation of constitutional rights that's a that's a huge win a huge win uh it went five to four and the the ones that you would expect voted as the uh the five to shut it down of course Roberts sided with the liberals if if anybody had any belief whatsoever that justice Roberts is a uh, Republican or a conservative he has literally spent the last six years uh, shit eight years just shooting that theory in the back over and over again like that the dude has decided I wish I wish we could see who is paying the Supreme Court justices because I would be willing to bet he's on somebody's payroll and they're in deep on him. The way that, so it it is interesting with Roberts. uh, A lot of non uh, high profile cases that the Supreme court rules on, he will side with the conservative judges, but Almost anything that's like really high profile, big ticket item that's getting people's attention and it's going to be in the media and that's going to be seen and noticed, he almost always sides with the liberal judges. Uh, somebody, Somebody's deep into him for to make sure that he goes the, the way that they want him to on these high profile cases. Because like I said, I, it, you can look at it for, for a, a large portion of the like the lower profile run-of-the-mill supreme Court decisions that they like cases and stuff that they look at he will side with the conservative judges like i think he actually uh i think he might actually be a more or less conservative judge and on anything that's not getting attention he votes that or he he rules that way he judges that way he decides that way but anything that's big, high-profile, going to be out in the media where their names are going to be plastered all over it and it's going to be something that gets attention and coverage, he almost always goes to the left. Like he is... I The Supreme Court was supposed to be a thing that was outside of and separate from the regular legislative, and executive branches. It was supposed to be a nonpartisan, uncompromised judiciary that was able to rule constitutionally and not be weighed with partisan politics and personal feelings and stuff like that. And that's not what it is anymore. And unfortunately enough, the one thing that was supposed to be kind of pure and good about the government, the, the Supreme Court and the judiciary, it has become, in my opinion, every bit as corrupt an institution as all the rest of it. And I, and that's a big reason why the whole thing needs to be torn down. Like The fact that Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death put the left into such upheaval and the nomination and confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett was such a uh, controversial and important thing to so many people on both the right and the left just goes to cement the fact that the Supreme Court has become something that it never should have been. And it's been given way too much importance, just like the office of the presidency has been given way too much importance. Like, And it started, for, for whatever you want to say about it, it started with Bush and ramming through the Iraq War and going back to Afghanistan and all of that, like post 9-11. But it was even more further driven home by Obama with his, you know, a pen and what the fuck ever, and using executive orders to basically rule in a monarchical fashion. And that's not what the office of the president was supposed to be. That's what it's become. It's not what the Supreme Court was supposed to be. The the government was supposed to be seated in Congress, the House, and the Senate. And the reason the Senate had the, the final say on things was so that each state had equal say in how the country would be governed and ruled and run. So that it couldn't be just a popularity contest in terms of total number of people from certain parts of the country. Because 4 million people in Los Angeles is not the same as 4 million people in Indiana. And the purpose of the Senate was to equal the playing field so that all of the states had a say that would be comparable so that it could be done fairly more or less for for everybody and where we've kind of gotten is the is congress is too chicken shit to actually do its fucking job that's that's really what it boils down to they refuse to vote or come up with reasonable, responsible legislation on things, and they end up kicking all this stuff to the Supreme Court and let the Supreme Court be the rulers of the land. Or they don't do anything, and then the president acts via executive executive order and gets to govern as a dictator. And it's why I've it's why I've been saying for years now, and on this show specifically, for as long as I've been doing it, that the whole thing needs to be torn down because it's not good. It's not serving the purpose that it was meant to anymore. And uh, Freeman Beyond the Wall, Pete Quinones, had an an excellent interview. Uh, his it was episode five hundred three and I, I really suggest that you go back and listen to it they talk about the Civil war and kind of the way that the way that the north and the south had divided over very specific governmental policies and and how that created the war and what's really interesting about it is if you look at it and listen to it and think really hard about it you don't even have to think that hard about it but if if you look at it it's a lot of the same stuff that's happening right now and it really makes this idea of a secessionary movement seem much more realistic than than what maybe even i had considered it you know two or three months ago like i i knew a lot of that stuff about the civil war but I hadn't heard it explained in that level of detail and depth and real analytical breakdown and and it was it was really eye opening like like I said I I studied the Civil War like I I knew a lot about the Civil War and I knew all of that stuff on the surface but I I hadn't I hadn't put that level of attention to it like what those guys did and it really kind of opens your eyes if you're willing to to look at the past in comparison to the present because though those things always have to be looked at and compared going throughout history because the, the past really does repeat itself. And if we aren't willing or able to look at it and learn from it and be open to the ideas that were presented in the past, then they're going to repeat themselves. And usually they repeat themselves even worse than the, what had happened the first time around. And that's that's what we're coming to really. Because it it all lines up very similarly. And it's it's going to to reach that climax again very soon probably. And I totally derailed from I was gonna talk about COVID. And fuck COVID. It's the numbers are there. Like at this point nothing about the lockdowns, nothing about the mandates, nothing about any of that makes any sense. Like, the orders that are being made are nonsensical. They are they don't actually... They don't have good... They don't have good logical value to them, even. And it's all just... It all goes back to the first half of this episode talking about the... the ministry of truth and the way people have just caved and surrendered to this shit without good reason or without using their fucking brains. It just takes a little bit of brain, a little bit of common sense to look at this stuff and say, this is fucking insane. There's no way we should be letting them get away with this. shouldn't be reporting your neighbors for having too many people over on Thanksgiving. You shouldn't be running around with a mask and... When you're outside and there's nobody within a half a mile of you. like If you're riding your bike, you shouldn't be wearing a fucking mask. If I see one more person driving in their car with their mask on, pull the mask down, take a hit off of their cigarette, blow the smoke out the window, and then pull the mask back up, I swear to God I'm going to run this motherfucker off the road you don't deserve to be on this planet anymore. You have reached the point of stupidity that you are offering nothing good. And that's what COVID has become. It's become the level of stupidity that nothing good is coming from it. And I think that's wrong. I think something really good is about to come from it. It's about to be full-on revolution, and I cannot wait. Let's get it on. It's revolution time. It's Monday. Hope you have a good week. I'll be back. Later in the week, whenever I think of something else to talk about. In the meantime, go check out Peddling Fiction Podcast. Go check out the Lions of Liberty Podcast. Go check out Pete Quinonez and Freeman Beyond the Wall. Buck Johnson and Death to Tyrants. All these guys say all of this stuff a lot better than I do. So, go check them out and stop listening to me. But, if you want to, I'll probably be back tomorrow. Uh, still working on trying to get some more interviews set up. I have really enjoyed doing interviews. I would much rather talk to somebody else than sit here and ramble myself. So, If you're listening to this and you're a friend of mine and you want to do an interview, hit me up. Let's do it. Have a good week, everybody.